0: The story of Joan of Arc, sometimes also known as the Maid of Orleans, has been told many times. The BBC alone has produced several dramas on both radio and TV about her life and tragic death. She was born in 1412 in the village of Domremy in northeastern France. However, in her teens, she claimed to have had a visitation from the Archangel Michael and others telling her that her destiny was to save France from the English. The Hundred Years' War was on at the time. Somehow this peasant girl managed to convince the Dauphin of this and he put her in charge of part of his army. The producer of this new production, Portobello resident Claire Wood, takes up the story.
1: She was remarkably successful. So as far as I can see, she rode out into battle against the English armies at the head of the French army. And there was, interestingly at the time, a tradition of having sort of mascots riding out into battle alongside the army to give them courage and support as they darted off into the face of the oncoming arrows but she actually actively led the army as opposed to just being a figurehead so the evidence suggests and the battle was tremendously successful France hammered the English and the Dauphin was subsequently crowned in the cathedral at Reims I think and this was 1429 and subsequently it's hard to figure out exactly what happened, but it seems as if essentially she served her purpose for the country.
0: Joan was very successful. She succeeded in raising the siege of Orléans, for example, which ultimately led to French victory. However, she was betrayed, captured, and eventually handed over to the English, who put her on trial accused of witchcraft.
1: She was 19 at the time that she died. So this little 17, 18-year-old gets called up in court. She can't even write her name. Accused of all sorts of things that she can scarcely understand. But essentially, they're trying to talk her into saying that she was motivated by the, by the devil to do all of this. As the play goes, she eventually is persuaded to recant and declare that she wasn't at all motivated by God. She was just being a bit daft and a bit ill- considered She's chucked into prison as an alternative to being burnt, which was a punishment for witches at the time. Then in prison, thinking about it, she thinks, what on earth am I doing? That's not what I think at all. I was hearing God speak to me, pops her head out the door and says, I take it all back and gets burnt at the stake for the pleasure. So she dies in 1431 at the age of 19 for having got France their crown and their dignity back.
0: This play is a modern, contemporary adaptation of Jean-Henri's classic. It has quite a substantial cast, with a choir punctuating the action. And because Joan herself was only a teenager, the company is looking for young people to take part. The show itself will take place in Belfield's Celebration Hall, perhaps the first time a production like this will be held there. For Claire, it's the perfect venue.
1: Putting it in a space where people may have their own thoughts about God, whether or not they buy into the idea that there is a God, locating it in a space where this is the context and this is the purpose of the space feels like an interesting way to give a new sort of dynamism and relevance to a story that potentially could feel quite old, but actually I think has lots of contemporary resonances. The young, solitary woman against the about, Predominantly male. Okay. Against
0: the patriarchy. <laughs> Against
1: the patriarchy, um, feels like a story that has some merit in this current day and age. And with, um, mental health very much on the agenda in the UK at the moment, lots of people having analyzed the history, the transcripts of the trial, the evidence that survives around Joan have speculated as to whether she was hearing God or whether she had some sort of mental ill health. And so it feels like there are lots of reasons really good reasons why we might want to revisit the story today and explore what we think our version of it really was
0: okay let's just stick with the space for a moment because you've got wonderful opportunities there to have things in the round it's not a conventional theater yes you have no single focal point but it is giving you lots of potential for using this in different ways
1: One of the things that I love about theatre is the opportunity to involve people in a story. I feel there's something wonderful about going to theatre and feeling like you're caught up and taken with the story for the duration of the performance. Then you pop out the other side and think, what happened there? And I think that there's a very sort of presumptuous, slightly elitist thing that often happens in theatre where the actors stand on a stage six feet above the audience and pronounce at them and hope that they're paying full attention all the way through. I think theatre can be much more effective if you effectively surround the audience and sort of terrify them into listening to you. I don't mean that, but I think there's something <laughs> very interesting about a very common term that people throw around now is immersive theatre, an experience where you're part of the production as opposed to just being talked at.
0: But it's something that Traverse has done for years.
1: Yes, exactly so. So I think the lovely opportunity about the space that we're using at Belfield is the chance to, just as you say, surround the audience with the cast and we're having a choir as part of the production and make the audience feel like they're part of this story that's being told. Because another fascinating aspect of the story of Joan, I think, is an arbitrary analogy, but in the same way that the Nazis came to prominence in Germany. You have to question your role in it, even if you were a silent onlooker. And I think surrounding the audience with the story will hopefully encourage them to think about what they think their version of the story would be. Was she motivated by God? Was she chancing her arm? Was she in the right place at the right time and happened to say the right thing to the right people? And so she led France to this victory. Or was she entirely driven by the opportunity that God had brought to her? So we hope that by putting the audience in the middle of this story, it'll help prompt more of a reaction from them than just us standing on a stage and talking at them about it.
0: No, Okay, this is a production of Medmore Graduate Theatre. So inevitably, some of the cast will be drawn from your existing members. But you're now looking to find others from the local community.
1: Yes, I mean, we always publish our auditions to the community of Edinburgh. We like to get as many different sorts of people involved in our show as we can. So previous Fringe shows, my Fringe show last year, for example, had a cast that ranged in age from eight to something over 70, there's no need to be specific about the details and it was fabulous to get such a diverse group of people together, working together to produce the shared thing, it had a really lovely feel to it and so what I'm hoping to do is get as many different sorts of people involved in the production as we can make it something that is very much of and from Portobello rather than just being located in Portobello. We rehearse in town so people come from all over into the centre of town but we don't have really a geographic home. So we're interested in seeing what moving our regular choice of theatre to Portobello will do to the composition of the cast those involved in putting the show on but also who we we hopefully attract in our audience.
0: But you've already I think involved Edinburgh Youth Theatre which are based there?
1: Yes. So we're hoping to make connections through the local high school, through the youth theatre with people that might be a little bit more local than some of the people that we normally work with. And so by doing things like this, by doing this podcast, for example, we're hoping that we'll reach people that are on our doorstep that may be interested in getting involved.
0: What kind of roles then need to be filled?
1: Oh, all the roles, David. (laughs) People often assume that when a show is being put on there are lots of opportunities to act which is entirely true this is a massive cast of show Uh, we're also looking for a choir that will form part of the acting group performing music that'll punctuate the scenes in the show so there are various performing opportunities but as much as we need that we need people who will make coffee at the interval. We need people who are interested in helping us get costumes together, get props, get set together, all of the backstage stuff that we can't run without. We need people to do lights. We need people to think about the sound. We need people to be in our band. If you play the trumpet, we're particularly interested in hearing from you because we're missing a brass section in our band at the moment. So we're interested in anybody who'd like to get involved in putting the show together.
0: And you're quite interested in involving young people because... That's a significant part of what this production is doing.
1: Yes, Joan herself is a teenager, and we're really keen to make sure that we get that sense of the incredible journey that she had from being a girl who was watching sheep in a little French village to a girl who was having chats with the king, advising her on his military strategy. So we are very keen to ensure that people of the age of the historical, the actual real Joan of Arc, people of this age are represented in the production.
0: And to tempt them, the music is not from that period, but it's very much from our period.
1: That's absolutely right. So the soundtrack to the show, if I can be so bold as to call it that, will be assembled from, I sound 105 when I say this, but popular music. So contemporary pop songs that have been reworked to suit the choir that hopefully will help people to see some of the contemporary resonances in the story.
0: Auditions will be held on Thursday and Saturday this coming week at 18 Buccleuch Place in Edinburgh, but if hopefuls can't make that time, Claire can be reached by email or on Twitter. Rehearsals start next month, and the production itself will be held from the 4th to the 8th of June.